0: Hey guys, welcome back to another Weird Wednesday. I'm Ashers and this is
1: Pat Oh.
0: Pat O, how was your weekend?
1: My weekend was okay. I finally got around to joining the rest of the civilized world and watching Stranger Things season four part one.
0: Oh, good. Finally.
1: Yes. And uh, I thought it was pretty good. I don't see I I I was like vaguely aware of the hate chatter on Twitter, but um I kind of glanced over it because I, I hadn't watched it. And you kind of alluded to it last episode too when you said that you had watched uh, the season last weekend but uh i don't i don't see why people hate on it i mean um we don't have to get super in depth with it because I'm sure some people haven't finished sure. the uh, thing yet but outside of the the Russian thing seemed a little drawn out um I thought it was solid and the, the twist that the the twist that it gets into i bought I thought it was good you know I love the d and d shit you know um I thought it was pretty good
0: that's like, uh, I mean, the D&D stuff is like made for people like you, right? Is it? You're the audience there?
1: Well, I mean, it's been a pretty, con- I mean, the, the first scene of the first episode of the first season is them playing Dungeons & Dragons. So it's been pretty consistent throughout. Uh, they actually, Stranger Things did a tie-in with Dungeons & Dragons where the the campaign that they're playing in the show in that first season they they made into a thing that you can play and um they made character sheets for all the individual characters uh and stranger things the characters that they play so uh that's pretty neat i actually i ran that game a couple years ago when it first came out and um but yeah i mean it's i'm a dnd person so I, I appreciate it i'm a big obviously they get into the satanic panic kind of which is cool um sure because we've we've covered that in the show before so.
0: Well, for the time period, I don't think they can really ignore it, you know. Um, so yeah. yeah. But they did, you know, heavily get into that, which I'm kind of surprised they didn't really do more of up until this point. So, but they, you know, it took them long enough. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. The Russian stuff definitely does go on too long. And I really don't get I don't really I don't understand the point of it. But
1: it feels to me. So so remember that scene where they go to visit uh, they go to Utah. Let me just put it like that. And they go in the house and there's all those kids running around and it's it's this kind of like lighthearted, very Spielbergian, Amblin, 80s thing, right? Um, I get if you're going to do a show set in the 80s, having somebody that grew up in the 80s. The Russian threat was a real thing. The Cold War was still going on. And there was a lot of movies and media that played into that tension rambo three he's fighting the russians there was this movie the ruskies there's red dawn i mean it was kind of a consistent thing in culture is this fear of the russians and um so to see it represented in stranger things is not completely it, it it fits the motif but i think that it could have been just like kind of a throwaway 15 minute gag like like the like the house full of the crazy kids in utah was i think they only needed to really touch upon the Russian stuff like that i don't know if it needed to be this whole big fucking subplot that's still going on like like i think they kind of overstayed their welcome there and maybe narratively they painted themselves in a little bit of a corner because of the end of last season by having them fucking show up in russia um but yeah outside of that i have i have zero complaints and are i'm excited are spoiling
0: the show are we spoiling
1: no because hey if you haven't seen the season finale of last season stranger things that came out what 17 fucking years ago like sorry bro you know but i'm not giving away anything that's really happening this season so i don't mm-hmm. think we're spoiling it
0: i mean shouldn't be i think people kind of came to that conclusion but like still it just doesn't it doesn't really fit why I mean, how and why and what? Um, it, that part doesn't really make any sense. So it seems like it, they're just throwing it in there just because Russia.
1: It's an, 80, it's an 80s motif. Rush, Russia was very big culturally. In, i mean because this whole thing is set in the 80s that's what they keep it's when they run out of an idea or when they need something to do they kind of do an 80s throwback thing <laughs> unless and you then, don't
0: get it here's your proof
1: <laughs> and yeah that's that's exactly what yeah it's it's an 80s thing i mean but, thing.
0: but where does it fit in the story it just doesn't fit like that like not like that in the story song. well
1: especially when you see that when you see the uh season four part one finale you realize that the Russian shit's totally inconsequential like you could fucking not have it in there
0: right you could delete every single scene with all that in it and it would make no difference. Do- i mean maybe down the line if there's a plan but
1: maybe yeah that's the only thing i could think of is that it'll dovetail around but i don't see why they would need to because you know the only the only thing i like about the russian stuff were you a big game of thrones fan no okay the guy that the hooper hooper's uh one w- the russian guard he had a pretty big role in game of thrones he was like the man with a thousand faces the trains already a sword fight and shit and so it was cool to see him back at something again because he's he's i like him so um but other than that who could care less he reminds I, me of
0: my brother he looks like my brother yeah one of my brothers you know actually looks like
1: <laughs> he's an attractive man so <laughs> that was that that was the majority of my weekend saturday was international tabletop day so, um, and I had both my kids this weekend. So we played this camel racing board game. That was a lot of fun. And also Saturday, uh, I registered for game hole, uh, which is, <laughs> which is a, like a D and D convention. I go to in Madison, Wisconsin, and, uh, we'll be reunited with Tobias Whalen again this year. Probably I'm only two, I'd assume. But, um, that's where I got me and him met up last year and we're both going this year. So that'll be fun. But that's what in is October. That? Oh, okay. It's in October. It's like October 20th or something but uh yeah so that'd be cool get to hang out with toby w again and um i think the big news from this weekend would be that we are well you always were but i'm officially going to the wyethville ufo fest
2: <laughs> just letting you go
0: <laughs> just waiting till you stop talking <laughs>
1: wytheville <laughs> ufo fest yes i
0: think it's i think it's i think it's not wytheville i think it's Withville.
1: well whatever it is it's marking the 35th anniversary of the mysterious wytheville ufo wave uh it's free to attend no tickets or registration needed just show your ass up to the wytheville meeting rooms 333 community boulevard in wytheville virginia not west virginia actual fucking virginia regular virginia regular old virginia birthplace of thomas jefferson and uh i'm excited to be there with you and a bunch of other people who knows who's going to actually fucking show up Uh, it's cool because a lot of guests that we've had on the show will be there yeah um so that's neat i'm excited to meet jeff greg and um who else someone else that we had on as a guest is going to be there too
0: um Um, mm.
1: i don't know but, Ooh,
0: I feel bad for just not knowing, but I somebody don't. I should have
1: written that down, but uh Daniel Thorndyke from the Blue Room Insight he's going to be there not as a guest, but just as a uh as a patron as a as a show upper and he's uh, an
0: actual patron to the podcast, <laughs> to, i guess to me yeah so that's
1: <laughs> yeah, so we were actually going to play d and d Friday night, but I don't know if that's realistic, hold on lee jacobson from Services.com is calling me really me silence that sorry Uh for all your legal needs in the state of illinois Services.com. so no daniel Thorndike, we're going to hook up with him and his podcast people friday night and play some D. but i don't i don't think we'll get in town early enough for that to happen and plus at that point i'll be driving 10 hours and i'll know he's going drink to...
0: with us does he live there is that why he's going
1: no, him and oh, well. his, him and his wife, uh, and his other podcast cronies, they're coming, they're going on Thursday and then Friday they're doing, um, something that's not too far from there that I think is like a Bigfoot thing. Oh. He told me, cause he's like, Oh, you should come with us Friday. I'm not doing a stupid Daniel voice. Sorry, but he was like, Hey, you should come with us on Friday. And I was like, no, we're not getting down until Friday. And then unfortunately they're all leaving on Saturday so um after the convention because they have to work sunday morning so
0: what's the bigfoot thing i don't know
1: daniel message us and let us know but there's something that's not too far from there where they're getting in town thursday and then friday they're doing like a quick day trip to something that's in the area
0: i i got to look at what's in the area because i kind of i mean we might you know have a little bit of time on sunday so anyway <laughs> as
1: you might oh, right, hitchhike right. at home fucking i'm 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 leaving at fucking dawn i'm chasing the sun west oh my god we'll see we'll see we'll see if we go go to bed s- saturday night we'll see what yeah, happens right it's gonna don't, be interesting don't
0: sleep during these well you might i don't know but, um <laughs> anyway we're doing i don't these. sleep by going to cardiac arrest there's a difference <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> uh <laughs> this yeah. trip will be the death of, of pato um Let's anyway see. yes so there's that we're we're doing that this weekend um we are uh actually um we're going to be there selling things you can buy things if you want to um or just come say hi that would be nice um but, yeah you know if you're feeling generous come buy stuff um <laughs> and so <laughs> we'll be doing that um i'm also uh I'm, I'm seeing a, another event at the end of june in williamsburg ohio on june 24th the uh mother earth's magical masquerade ball it's a wow. charity it's, it's a charity ball and um it's cryptid themed this year so they decided to have myself um a cryptozoologist as a as the master of ceremonies so that that'll be very cool um you guys should come check it out this costume contest and people selling shit and drum circles and tarot readings and i mean all kinds of stuff and it's all for charity so i mean you know there's that i'll post there's a facebook event group page i'll post it for you guys to come check out so that'll be cool and it's six days before my birthday so if you want to see me around my birthday time that's going to be the place to do it
1: so there's yeah. this will be our birthday hang sorry <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's okay that's a, um, that's a, that's like it. <laughs>
0: this is the birthday time that's fine but uh yeah so there's there's that um the new episode of weird world came out over on of course the patreon why aren't you subscribed why are you listening to this and you're not subscribed to the patreon yet i really don't understand it um but uh there's a lot of cool stuff over there actually um that you can't really get anywhere else on the internet there is um of course the weird world series me and pato talking about numerous numerous things um in in other areas of our lives and there's still more to come we have have recorded episodes that haven't even dropped yet on the patreon
1: speaking of which can i make a request since i never got my phone call sure can i can you drop uh another podcast episode on friday so i have something to listen to while i'm driving four hours to fucking see you
0: i'll think about it um (laughs)
1: don't make me listen to other people's podcasts. listen i only want to listen to ours
0: ultimately it's up to fucking frank california i'll ask him and if he wants it then then it will be um (laughs) i mean pretty consistently there's been at least one episode of something every single week sure Uh, from what i'm finding out from other people and their patreons and, and their podcast patreons that's not typical um so i am pushing out a lot of content for you guys um, and other things i just posted one of the very first ufo cases that i had locally a, a video that was sent to me um that was posted and it's a damn good video it
1: is a remarkable video i'm so glad you brought this up because it saves me the trouble doing it i can't remember the last time i've seen a ufo video that now granted it is at nighttime you don't see like crafts or people fucking flipping you off through the portholes or anything but it is like it it whenever you see a ufo video and you think like i don't know if this is real like couldn't they hold the camera still why is it so short no this is this is filmed very like like you think that you would film a ufo like it looks good the camera is relatively still the whole time um you know it is at night obviously so you're not seeing super detail but uh yeah remarkable video great job
0: it is absolutely a thousand percent an unidentified flying object. That's what it is, oh, yeah. and you know there's there's nothing there's nothing to compare it to um that that's worldly, so definitely check there's another video on there that I posted um that I also got uh, right in my own neighborhood of a very strange flash of light um that happened. it was caught on a ring doorbell and it actually tur- it's at nighttime and turns the entire fucking scenery to daytime. It's crazy. It's the craziest shit ever. so. <laughs> um you know there's definitely things of interest and this is just the beginning the patrons not even a year old or a, a month old yet so i mean lots of things to subscribe and it's, it's the beginning of the month
1: it's yeah this is the end. time to do it you will not be right. ripped off yeah
0: absolutely not so i mean you know definitely go over there um and uh you know shout out to our other patrons which i need to do better about shouting out but i don't uh have the list in front of me i don't want to exclude anybody, but. <laughs> You know they're good. We have only have one person subscribed to listen to the lost episode, who only subscribed to listen to that that episode left. Everybody else that subscribed to listen are
1: are still there. Get out of here! Yeah, who is who is that? You have their name.
0: I'm not going to say who it is. I do have their name, but I'm not going to say who it is. Do you know who it is? I do. Was it a girl? i don't know no i don't know who it is but i but i know who it is um but they subscribed just to listen to that episode but they kind of sold themselves short because they didn't stay for the retrospective episode so they didn't i mean so it's like well you should have stayed at least for the whole you know the whole part of it (laughs) but okay you know um that's fine you know hey you know what we said that if you guys want to subscribe just to listen to the lost episode that's how you're gonna do it um you know for the one month and that's on you and if you decide to stay great and if not hey no hard feelings it's fine I got your eight dollars or whatever that month it's cool um so (laughs) it's all right (laughs) you know that's not bad um so anyway um yeah so that's I think that's all the shilling that I that I have to do
1: we're doing a clubhouse this Thursday
0: clubhouse this Thursday that's right uh clubhouse this Thursday June 9th about i feel kind of suckered into that i feel kind of ripped off about this clubhouse i'm not gonna lie um because it's being advertised as being about the rake and i'm i'm, I'm really unhappy about that why because the rake isn't real it's not real the rake yeah. is not real
1: I ha- i don't know what i'm supposed to talk about I think I might just <laughs> do a bunch of drugs and ramble.
2: The rake is real, yeah.
1: I'll, real. I'll, I'll, it'll be like Christmas Eve for me. It'll be the night before the, I leave to go on this magical weekend. So I'll just be really excited and jazzed and happy to be there.
0: Now the advertisements yeah. for it have been fucking hilarious, but um I thought it was supposed to be about pale crawlers, which is not the same thing as the rake.
1: Yeah, I thought because no, because that's the there's a, there are those videos of those things and they look like flying pants, right? and they're walking the fresno like uh the pants the pants videos
0: the fresno night crawlers no it's not the same thing
1: then what the fuck i this is a bait and switch i got lured into some shit i don't know what greg's trying to pull
0: then <laughs> it's the it's it's the pale crawlers but people call it the rake because there's a creepy pasta about a humanoid creature or whatever and it's gone fucking viral and i mean i'll go into more detail about it during the Cryptocasters thing but like the creepypastas aren't real they're made up stories on the internet we can we can track the rake very well throughout internet history um the creators of this creepypasta created a website for people to come and share their their encounters with these things but they're not real it's fucking the internet trolling everybody but there are reports of people seeing these pale humanoids these pale crawlers all throughout human history so there can, people get them confused a lot but they're not the same thing
1: I think I might just like pull up the Wikipedia page for, for like rakes as like lawn tools and just yeah. read it and just read read it and then like. I mean, there you go. I think mean, You should do that, yeah.
0: But anyway, that, that's that's Thursday Thursday, nine thirty Eastern, eight thirty Central, Um right. Six thirty um, Pacific. Um, California so, time, yeah. You know, if wherever you're at, you should listen. If you're not on Clubhouse already, I don't. You know, again, just same that's even worse than the patreon because it's free free right <laughs> it's not, you're missing out you can't hear those episodes anywhere else but on
1: clubhouse so yeah i enjoy i use clubhouse a lot like i'll go on just when i'm sitting there reading and i'll go in a, a room will pop up or something and like it's very interesting i like it i like it for a whole i'm starting to like branch out and not just follow our people but other people that are talking about shit that i'm interested in and i'll drop in on their rooms and listen to them and sure um it's interesting it's it's an educational tool it's a tool for community and communication and all that stuff so check it out if you haven't already
0: absolutely you know so there's there's that anything else am i missing anything else
1: no i I was gonna i had a thing in my notes about um amazon fulfillment centers because they're building one they've built a bunch around my house and they're building another one and uh they're creepy as fuck man have you seen any of these things they're like huge i mean i guess i guess they need to be that big because people order that much shit off amazon but they also look like they're gonna be detention centers or something
0: yeah i mean we've we've got one i mean we got a bunch yeah you know they're they're uh everywhere i mean they are weird factory manufacturing jobs are kind of like that in general though they're like fucking internment camps
1: yeah i mean there's there used to be a uh an industrial area over by where I used to live coca-cola coca-cola bottling plant and um some other stuff and I mean we would go back there and have sex and shit because you could at night it was like dead you know um but this is this is kind of different because there's these huge giant long buildings that are like just gray concrete and windowless you know what I mean and like they they level areas they level like little woodsy areas And, and, uh, this one residential area over by my house is where they're building the newest one. There's already like three over there that aren't even open yet. They're not even being used. And they just leveled this residential area to build another one. And you're like, what the fuck? You know? And I, I live at a very, um, where I live is like the nexus between a couple different interstates. So it's a very good, it makes sense why they would build all these things here right? because from here you could go in a, a bunch of different directions and uh but it's still unsettling to be like oh this is what this is what's gonna be around here is like these fucking things um and yeah it just brings me back to the whole walmart's being used as fema detention centers and shit and these things are are bigger than what they're not gonna use walmart's i'll tell you that they're gonna use these places because i mean if, if there's any kind of just think of it like this though if there's any kind of shift Like either we're either they're really, really certain that Amazon is just going to keep growing and growing and growing and there is an actual need for all of these centers. Right. Or like what's their plan B if Amazon shifts or something, if they don't need these things anymore? Like there's got to be to, to buy up this much land and to build these many huge buildings like this. Like I would like to see what their projected business model is for the next 10 years like how many different because they've they're already fucking huge right it's already it's amazon like they're already like you know they, they'll deliver anything to your house in a day so like how much more market market space do they plan on taking over to to facilitate the need for all these new um buildings i don't know it's just it's it, you look at it and you're like what what's i can't i don't know I suppose
0: I don't find it strange because I've I've grown up I mean I've assumed you did too but I've grown up in an industrial area and like this happens all the time um so like if something were to happen and they tank well then it just kind of sits empty sits empty for like 10 years and somebody else buys it moves in and then they leave and so on and so forth I mean it just kind of happens a lot um so I, I don't think it's weird at all especially with Amazon I mean it is very relevant Um, I think now they know that they're kind of here to stay for a very long time I don't think they're going anywhere and uh, I think that they will use them it's not as weird to me as like you know the fucking mattress factory across the street from the mattress store. that's fucking weird <laughs> that's weird we, got,
1: we gotta do an episode on that because that is I, I swear to god it's the same thing over here
0: we might yeah yeah that's fucking strange because n- nobody's buying a mattress every fucking day you know but exactly people are using amazon multiple times a day every single day so i mean it, like i said there's much weirder things that i think are worthy of being like huh um that maybe. We well, maybe we will talk about that and uh you know see what the deal is but no
1: that's god awesome. bless you for calling out the mattress story <laughs>
0: well it's fucking weird i mean come on yes <laughs> let's, let's be, i mean, let's I would it.
1: definitely love to hear i would definitely love to hear listener feedback on that one if you you know it doesn't have to be a huge thing but just shoot us a message on on facebook or uh or uh instagram or twitter just about that real quick because it's always i don't know it's okay. it's so spot on where i live.
0: Or uh, and, you know, call us at seven seven three five nine weird.
1: Weird, yes. We do in, still have
0: a phone number. You can call.
1: Even even better, do like uh, strap on a GoPro and go into one of those places and raise a little hell and see what happens.
0: Just start you asking about their back rooms and their tunnels.
1: Rip it. Start ripping tags off the mattresses. See what happens. See who. See what the salesperson looks like if they're cut. If they look like they could be a CIA agent or something.
0: Go go in there and 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 start ask, trying to buy drugs. All right. i I think that'd be a good you know i don't know what the deal is with those places maybe we will talk about them maybe we'll say maybe that'll be a little uh patreon episode because i think that it's going to be a lot like god i hate to say it but denver airport where there's just not going to be a lot but
1: oh no 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 i think there will be i 100 think there will be i don't know what we'll be able to prove but i bet i bet there'll be some stories or we should you know you always talk about you made a post on facebook today about how you're in the field paranormal investigator or whatever fuck it let's look at the when we go to wytheville Let's find a mattress store and go in there and act like we're mattress shopping sure it'll, it'll just be an improv exercise i've we'll been fucking... in
0: I've bought a mattress in my life before. it was very uneventful
1: from a mattress store
0: no, I guess not from it was from a it was from a furniture store, which i guess which to me makes more sense than a ma- I don't think I've ever just been in a mattress store right so that's a good point. We'll do that. We'll just do a whole episode on mattresses. We'll talk about like bodies found in mattresses at hotel rooms and shit. I don't know. Um <laughs> mm-hmm. creepy mattress stories. Um <laughs> anyway, well, okay I that's a plan.
1: You ever you ever hire movers and they come to move your mattress and then they see all the fucking blood and period stains on it?
0: No. I don't and you gotta be like, uh
1: sorry about that.
0: I don't have period stains on my on my mattress. Oh god. Yeah. because I don't have periods, but you know.
1: Never mind. That's, that's well neither do i It's another thing we have in common
0: modern medical science does for you yeah no i've, I've kept my listen i spent a lot of fucking money on my mattress i'll be damned if it gets ruined by anything i'm yeah. one of those people um i'll put plastic down on the shit i don't care i spent a lot of money on that fucking thing um and it was worth every dime so that's that's my uh, soapbox buy yourself a brand new fucking mattress it'll change your life i promise um <laughs> anyway <laughs> i don't um i don't really have any um news for the week i mean i'm sure you guys have seen some of my um things that i posted on social media i posted the alleged bigfoot photos and i think that those are fake or something and then i posted that alleged dog man photo and i think that's fake
1: man i was hoping that was a werewolf
0: um yeah but i don't think it is i mean there's too much about you know that one especially the bigfoot ones are weird i can't seem to find out where the fuck those even came from but you know whatever the werewolf one was allegedly taken outside of a zoo it was posted in a private zookeepers group on facebook and then the, the, the person who kind of distributed it online was somebody on reddit and said that it came from this facebook group when asked what the facebook group name was they said it was called zoo creepers and zoo creeper is a term used for people that work the night shift at the zoo but i didn't find a facebook group that's just called zoo creepers there's like zoo creepers after dark and zoo creepers at midnight or
1: dude i wish you would let me know about that one of my uh apprentices from the hotel once he got his engineer license he got a job at lincoln park zoo and he's he yeah he's like an engineer there and and works all kinds of hours and you know maintains the steam tunnels and the exhibits but also hangs out with the penguins and shit he sends me snapchat videos all the time of him feeding the animals and hanging out and stuff watching the pigeons fuck um yeah i'll reach out to him and see if, if he knows about that zoo creepers
0: well yeah i mean like i said it's a thing it's a community you know it's not like that doesn't exist but like the actual facebook group you can't find it and you know so i've tried and i've tried to reach out and they said that you know they posted it just kind of wondering what people thought of the picture because it's allegedly of a, a, a trail cam shot around the perimeter fence of the zoo, so it's outside of the zoo itself.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
0: not actually in the zoo, um, but I think that you know these guys—they're they're night shift workers. They fucking play pranks on each other. I think if anybody did post <laughs> it, right, it's probably a fucking prank. Yeah. Um, again, to me, it just looks like a very a very poorly done Photoshop job and uh that's it i think it was just
2: i
1: like it
0: outside you like it
1: yes Your i fingers? love that it's i don't i mean like i understand what you're saying and i i think you're right for the most part um but as a creative person like it stimulates the imagination i thought it was cool it's i like it it's got the big pointy dog ear like i guess now that you say it like when you say it's a dog man like because eh. it kind of it, it does look like it's got a uh it's got the pointy ears and everything um but yeah, I thought it was a cool picture. I think look, for, check it out. She posted on her social media. It's worth looking yeah.
0: at. Everywhere on my social media. Before I said it was a dog man, what did you think it was? A werewolf. Well, that's the same thing.
1: Pat. No, it's not. Fuck that. It's do the not, same thing. Do not besmirch the name of werewolves by calling them dog men.
0: That's what they are.
1: No, we're not doing this right now. Not, not, <laughs> not in public. It's the same oh, thing. Oh, we're 10 hours in a car together to fucking argue about this. I'm <laughs> doing it now on this show. <laughs> listen <laughs> i keep okay. my domestic issues fucking private. okay I don't, no, hold on Fighting a walmart listen, parking no, stop
0: line. stop we're gonna post a poll okay we're gonna post a poll our dog man and werewolf the same thing well I'm, I'm we're gonna post it over on our twitter page so go follow it at wednesday's talk um go follow twitter and answer the question do you think that they're the same thing i'll post it on uh in my instagram story too even and we'll, and we'll see what the people think um there you go argument settled by the internet thank you no
1: is they're gonna whatever all right did you see the news story that i posted in the chat for the show oh my gosh so i have a news story okay a woman in indiana believe it or not allegedly tracked down her boyfriend at a bar using an apple air tag and killed him by ramming him over three times with her car after she saw him with another woman uh, galen morris 26 allegedly hit her boyfriend andre smith rusted power player also 26 with his with her vehicle around 12 30 a.m on june 3rd in the parking lot of an indianapolis pub called tilly's officers arrived and located mr smith laying on the ground underneath the vehicle indianapolis metropolitan police department said in the news release it appears he was struck by the vehicle indianapolis fire department engine company six responded and unfortunately pronounced mr smith deceased at the time A witness said Morris had told her about how she tracked down Mr. Smith with an AirTag, according to a probable cause affidavit for Morris's arrest. So are you aware of these things? No. These Apple AirTags? They're basically GPS devices that are, like, the size of a quarter that you can stick in people's cars and then track them. I've
0: heard of, like, those kinds of GPS trackers. I've
1: heard about this shit before because my buddy, uh, who I will not say his name because... (laughs) We're not going to do that. He found out about these and he thought about putting one on his wife's car. And I said, no, I didn't think that that was ethical. I thought, well, why are you going to start tracking people, right? And then she starts, you start tracking her and she starts tracking you. And then she says that she's going to place A, but you see that she goes to place B. And now you're starting things that mean something. Like, no, just don't do that shit. You know what I mean? Either you trust your partner or you don't. And if you, if you, just because you trust them doesn't mean that they're never going to lie to you. You know what I mean? Or they're never going to fucking lie, <laughs> I guess. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I I don't think that it's good business. And I'll take it a step further. I know of people that use these with their kids. And yeah. having been a shithead teenager myself, I also don't think that that's good. Because um, I don't think you should, I don't believe in surveillance in general. I think you just, sur- just fucking surveil family members. You know what I mean? And uh this shit caught up with him and now this motherfucker's dead. You know? So like well, I said Rest I mean... in power, Andre Smith. Go go look up this story because the picture they use for for Andre Smith is uh he's a man after my own heart, let's put it like that. Oh, God. And uh I do feel bad for him. And that she wrote she ran over him three times. Three times because wow. she tracked him to this fucking bar and maybe he was up to no good or maybe he was just there for fucking bingo night i don't know
0: it says he was there with the article says he was there with a woman
1: well there's lots of girls at the bar doesn't mean Mm. he was there with her
0: he was probably there with her
1: i mean did you see the picture of him no i'm sure he was very popular with the ladies
0: i'm just saying you know if your relationship is that bad that you have to track that person then you shouldn't be in that relationship any longer
1: amen I completely agree.
0: On the flip side of that, if your relationship is that bad that you are sneaking around and cheating on your partner, you should not be in that relationship anymore.
1: I agree as well.
0: Both of those statements I, I, I will stick by. I, I'm not going to condone murder, though I've been cheated on and I completely understand wanting to. Um, but I also, you know, not going to condone cheating because both are wrong, not equal, but both are wrong. Um, you know, and so there's that. I think that it's a I think it's a good thing for, for kids, but I think that you as a parent, have to not get carried away with that. And I I think that the only reason for that is because we don't live in the same times that we used to, you know?
1: Well, it's the getting carried away part that I'm afraid of. And that's what I, when I I voiced my concerns to my friend who was thought about doing it with his wife, I was like, think about how that could turn into this obsession, a very unhealthy obsession about what she's doing. Right. And the thing is, every time you look at that, she's probably going to be right where she fucking says she is. Right. right? So, but it's going to, it's going to, But that doesn't mean you're going to stop looking at it. It it could very easily turn into this obsession thing where you obsess over trying to catch her doing something to justify your own paranoia in the first place. And I think that it's just, look, look, none of us are perfect. All of us have negative habits, have negative aspects to our personality. And they just exist within us. And it's our choice whether or not to feed them okay things like jealousy suspicion mistrust these are things that are all innate to us we just have about ourselves we don't need to feed these demons all right tying into this show um i don't think that it's healthy and i think that if you acknowledge that you just learn to leave it alone and you realize it's not necessary okay people have been married for thousands of years without having gps trackers on each other's cars i don't think it's fucking necessary same thing with kids kids motherfuckers been raising little motherfuckers since motherfuckers from motherfuckers there's no reason to have a tracking device on your fucking kid
0: <laughs> i mean 50 years ago pat there weren't fucking three shootings a day so i mean
1: hey, hey, a school shooting is not going to fucking be stopped by a gps tracker
0: it's not but knowing being informed about what your child could potentially be doing and what kind of person they are could stop your child from becoming a school shooter
1: well okay i see what you're saying you're worried about them being the shooter not the shooty right right because if they're <laughs> shot if they're shot and you're tracking their cell phone that cell phone ain't moving it ain't telling you fucking nothing you don't already know so i i would but yeah but at the same time too aren't there more effective ways to judge whether or not your kid's a fucking psychopath than having well, a fucking, tracker, if on their you phone a fucking
0: tracker on their car and they're at the gun store and you fucking have no idea that they were even thinking about purchasing a gun yeah i think that might warrant a conversation with that child
1: i you know? I would, yeah. Well, well
0: I, I, again, I think it can be very helpful. I, I, I could agree with it, but you can't, as a parent, get carried away with that. Kids are gonna get, make bad decisions.
1: We got five hours to sort this out. We'll figure this out on Friday. will <laughs> <this> just table it for <laughs> then. <laughs> I will never I'm sorry. I will never try. Even my daughter. I will not. Ne- well, uh, yeah. And a yeah. lot of
0: changes in five years that you really don't know. You know, I'm just anyway, it doesn't matter.
1: No, I, think- I would, I would track her because I know that I'll get stuck raising the fucking grandkid. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like. I mean, that's why. But
0: that's part of getting carried away. She's going to have sex as a teenager. She's going to. And okay. You just need all to right. get do- that in your head.
1: We're done. We're done. <laughs> We're done. We're done. But I'm sorry, sorry about this. Up.
0: If you know that she is doing that, then you can buy her condoms and get no, her on Shut the, a the fuck
1: up. Shut the fuck up. Rest in power. Rest in power, Andre Smith. This show dedicated to you. <laughs> that's all I gotta say. Rest in power, player.
0: This, um, I'm gonna dedicate this episode to teenage pregnancy. Oh. Um <laughs> I got a daughter too, listen, I get it. Um anyway. Well, moving on, um, you guys have seen the show topic, right? Did you see it? Pat, did you see the show topic? Yes. <laughs> um oh, I'm I'm just kind of putting it off because I'm worried about doing this episode. Why? Because people really hold these two people in very high regard, and I oh, do
1: not. They're so cheeseball. Uh, what do you mean, <laughs> those
0: people or these people?
1: These people, <laughs> these people, Ed and Lorraine Warren.
0: Yeah, they are. Um, Jesus, Ed and, Ed and Lorraine Warren. So, who are they? Um, they are. Um, Ed Warren is allegedly was allegedly. Uh, they're both dead now. Um, but he was allegedly a demonologist and Lorraine allegedly was uh clairvoyant and and a a medium she could talk to dead people um and they were both very devout Catholics and uh yeah they have worked on they claim 10,000 cases which people have said that that's probably not true and that probably isn't true let's be honest it's probably not um but they worked on a lot of really big cases you might know them and you probably do know them um and probably had never even fucking heard of these people um until um well actually until the conjuring came out but that wasn't even their first success their first su- success was the amityville horror right um you know but but during when the conjuring came out fucking everybody was talking about these people and and acting as if they followed Ed and Lorraine for their entire lives and knew exactly who they were um no you didn't you're just edgy and you want to be a part of something that's fine
2: Ooh, you can't
0: get on. Do that.
1: but <laughs> <And> you call <laughs> werewolves dogmen too don't you motherfuckers gonna <laughs> talk about the lords.
0: whatever <laughs> and uh, we're gonna t- don't worry we're gonna talk about werewolves with ed and lorraine um yeah so you know obviously clearly my my opinion of them is is not very high and you know there's a lot of good reason for that um this is not a a warren praise episode if that's what you're looking for you've come to the wrong spot um this is very much a um they were probably scammers and con artists episode (laughs) you know i don't even think they were that i'm not gonna say that what i am gonna say is that they did a lot of showboating and were likely just um celebrity uh, you know, they kind of just got caught up in, in the celebrity of things, and I think that's what happened here. So, let's start to where they kind of became really big and famous, and let's talk about the the Amityville Horror. Pat, what did you know about the Amityville Horror?
1: Um, I had seen the movie uh growing up, and uh didn't really care that much about it. I never saw the remake with Ryan Reynolds. Um, I, I was from a, not not to jump around. I, I, I knew them from the, the Conjuring stuff when that came out. But even then, I mean, I liked Patrick Wilson as an actor. Um, he's been in a lot of cool stuff. But uh, that was my only the only reason I kind of paid attention to them. And I haven't even seen. It was crazy, like, when doing research for the show, and you, you realize all the movies that are based on their stuff. And I'm like, oh, I skipped, like, two-thirds of these. You know so oh, yeah. I mean? So, yeah. And, and, and Amieville is one of them. Like, I remember the franchise um growing up in the 80s seeing the shit at the video store but i wasn't enthralled by it ghost stories in general never did much for me
2: uh,
0: same i'm gonna say that i, love I like a good horror. monster yeah yeah i love horror movies but um monster movie body horror slashers yeah. I, I i don't i don't care about paranormal movies because i mostly don't believe in ghosts that way and i fucking don't i'm not scared of them like
1: <laughs> right yeah same That's here strange. and it never rang true to me but for some reason werewolf, yeah yeah
0: yeah, you know, and, and but they're not goofy in a fun way they're goofy and like well this is fucking boring you know and so i same but i was very familiar with the the amityville case because of the controversy surrounding the real life story um so what happened was um god damn it i'm stupid i didn't write any dates you know what who cares you guys have heard this case but i'll tell you um ronald de, uh de jr he murdered his entire family of six and then he went to prison for it he said that he did it because he heard voices talking to him and that's why he killed the family another family moves into the house the the lutz family and they said that it was fucking severely haunted dangerously haunted and they left that house within 28 days of moving into it um so that is the um you know that's the gist of what happened there um but you know there was a night that they had they call it a psychic sleepover or some shit like that where they had all these people come into this house and investigate because the story got major it got picked up with the news real real big first of all because the murder case was a huge deal you know that was it rocked this little tiny town in amityville what is new york i think it's in fucking new york and people were talking about it and then this family comes in and says this place is really haunted and then all these people from around the world were coming to check out the house and um there's a very famous picture that they had taken that night with the uh slumber party that they had of what is allegedly a little ghost boy that they say is is the one of the children that was murdered yeah um, you know and and you've seen it i'm sure you know people yeah it's very famous and um you know things kind of got interesting kind of as the world turned so the Warrens got heavily involved in this because that's kind of what they did right um and the the Lutz family it it was weird as soon as this stuff started happening some of the claims that they made was obviously you know the doors you know being ripped open and and windows being you know flung open and um you know green slime being found all over the house and the wife levitating off the bed and uh, the wife apparently like morphed in front of her husband into like a very old woman almost instantaneously and shadow people and at one point a big demon face appeared and scared them and they all left
1: the pig demon yeah
0: yeah (laughs) and um you know one of the big claims was that a priest had come in because they bought the house knowing that there was a murder that took place there and a priest came in and he was like burned or something and like told to get out to have, like blisters on his hand or something and he did he left um so lots of big 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 claims here um that that were happening and the Lutz family um were instantly trying to find somebody to help them write a book about it right away mm-hmm. as soon as they left they wanted to find somebody to help them write a book and, you know, the Lutz family went off and contacted, as a matter of fact, they got into contact with, um, Mr. DeFeo's lawyer and said, Hey, we know that he's not lying about hearing voices. And we think that he killed his family because of these demons in this house that the Warrens have told us are demons. And, um, you know, we want to help him get free and like tell his story and, you know, have you help us and tell our story. And, and, and the lawyer was like, okay let's do this um but i want my portion of this story to go towards ronnie DeFeo, and they were like oh no not at all nope and then they they dropped the case so then they went on to meet up with somebody else i don't remember who it was and talked to him about writing a book and they wrote a book and you know again that was this was kind of all done in conjecture working alongside the warrants to do it a lot of inconsistencies appeared in this book um like the fact that like the priest story um you know it's hard to kind of find out the truth of it but there's a guy who says that he he's the priest being mentioned he never actually came to the house they contacted him about it and then he never actually went and then there's another version that says that he did go but nothing unusual happened he blessed the house he walked out that was it Mm. Um there's a claim that the house was built on some type of um Native American burial ground and the Native Americans were like um fuck you no you're not blaming us so that never happened just straight up they were like we would th- that doesn't even that's not even in line with our culture it doesn't even make any sense and there was never a burial ground there so fuck you mm. um so there was that there was like a weird claim like an investigator had w- gone another way and found out that like they claimed to have found like this cloven footprint or something in the snow and it was on a very particular day and then the investigator went back and like looked at the weather and there was no snow (laughs) on the day that they said they found this footprint so like that didn't make any sense um the lawyer the lawyer eventually did come out and said yes george lutz did approach me and as a matter of fact we made it up we all sat down and drank and made it up and talked about how it could be credible for them and make them a lot of money, and also be credible for me and help me win my case. Because I could argue that this was demonic possession or something with my, you know, client. DeFeo later came out and admitted that he lied, that he had never heard voices, that he just said that because he was going for an insanity plea. Sure. And Eventually, um, actually there's been another investigation opened up about it, and some other guy wrote a book talking about how in the original DeFeo murder case that it was more than just one person, and DeFeo actually was saying that his sister was also involved in this murder, but he ended up killing her after she helped <coughs> kill the entire family. Um, and that was kind of more the mystery. And in his book, he had actually picked apart the Amityville horror portion of it, got sued by the Lutzes and they lost the Lutzes lost in a court of law they were trying to do a uh, defamation lawsuit or something um but they lost so pretty much the point of that is that this entire case seems to be complete bullshit pat what do you what do you think about that
1: yeah i <laughs> i'm kind of with you in the same camp that um i don't believe in ghosts or like this stuff and when you go through um i mean as far as specific cases like i i watch let me tell you like put it like this if you want to research ed and lorraine warren don't read anything just go on youtube and watch youtube videos because there's so much shit there's like there's like a dozen different top 10 ed and lorraine warren story youtube videos that you can just oh, so yeah. don't watch and um So I'm familiar with, I'm familiar with the heavy hitters, but I, if you ask me like the specifics right now, i probably couldn't do it. Um, but I will say like, overall, just like, I don't like the demonologist thing. I think that's really schmaltzy. Um, and honestly, like the, I just, I don't, it doesn't jive and and maybe this is going to make me sound narrow-minded, but this doesn't jive with my perception of spirituality and religion and i think that's why i have the biggest problem with it because none of this rings true to me it's just all you know and it's it's based on personal beliefs and my own my own kind of like worldview i guess and this is in direct contradiction with it like with the alien stuff like when we had what's his when we had the uh big dick guy on his his alien explanation completely flies in the face of everything that i've ever talked about with my own experiences but i was willing to at least let the two kind of coexist because who knows you know what i mean i'm not really that sure but i feel like i am more sure about the spirituality stuff and all this stuff just reeks of bullshit does not jive with what i believe so
0: well we're not there yet so what do you think about the amityville case period (laughs) <laughs> jump way ahead way there's yeah i a- know that's, that's what this. i do
1: that's what i do you spend the first half of the show <laughs> telling me to reel it back in um no i don't I like i said i like you said i i think the indian burial ground is a fucking bullshit excuse right uh it's a it's a very lazy narrative um and you're talking about the contradictions with the priest and all that there's there's a couple of those that that come in and then there, yeah the the murder case too is this the one where they where they drive the demon out of the kid and then it goes into the brother and the brother kills somebody?
0: No, but we're going to talk about
1: that. All right. Well, then I'll just keep my mouth shut till we get to okay.
0: that. Um the son of um George Lutz and I can't remember the woman's name because women didn't matter during that time, but <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um so she wasn't the face of it. Um it was actually his George Lutz stepson, uh Christopher Cor- Quarantino. Um he uh you know, he lived at the house and what he ended up saying as an adult is he spoke out and said, you know what? And actually George Lutz sued him later and lost. Um, he said, you know what? Um, pretty much everything in the book and the movie is all bullshit, but it did happen. The place was haunted. He was like, I saw there was a, a, a shadow figure in my room and doors would open and it was weird. He said, But it's because George, when he moved into the house, he moved into it because that murder had happened, and he purposefully conjured things up and invited it into the house and that's why the haunting happened and that's why they left was because george ended up getting scared that he had done too much and they left so that's an interesting twist on on the story i don't know i don't know if i believe it or not they did leave within 28 days they left that house that part is true right so something i i believe probably might have happened to make him leave i don't know but there's just too much to it that makes it seem bullshitty so anyway on to the next one that's probably one of the longest winded stories because it's the most famous um as far as the conjuring story goes that that's about the Perrin family who lived on this particular house in this particular house for like 10 years and experienced all kinds of crazy shit and um the Warrens were very 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 involved with that and they came in they said oh it's demons because that's always their answer is that it's demons and um you know went through multiple exorcisms within the home um but A lady took over the house after the parents moved out and she said that literally nothing ever happened ever and that's the case with a lot of these even with the Amityville house people have since lived in that house and they say the the weirdest scariest thing is that you have fucking strangers show up all hours of the night wanting to see the house.
1: Um, well that's skinwalker ranch too i mean right
0: right uh, i mean you got people, it happens
1: and then it stops i mean
0: right know. And that's true and that can happen you know but she took over the house she said nothing ever happened as a matter of fact a lot of the claims that they had made about the property and there's so fucking many to list like people mysteriously dying people committing suicide none of that ever actually happened none of it it was never true like they mentioned a mrs john arnold at some point that hung herself mysteriously or whatever she did hang herself it wasn't there at that house her husband also died but he didn't die in that house like they claim that he did um so again a lot of of inconsistencies same with the amityville stuff with the history that nowadays with google in the world at our fingertips we can easily disprove and i think that's a big issue is you couldn't really easily disprove this stuff back then mm-hmm. um so they could play off of it now the conjuring movies had some controversy ar- around it because lorraine worked with the studios to make these movies Mm. and she had a very particular clause in her contract and that was that they would not portray the warrens in any type of way that suggested in any way whatsoever that they were pedophiles basically
1: what yeah
0: and that's because a woman by the name of judith penny lived with the warrens for 40 years and actually had a was in a relationship with with ed and lorraine knew about it but she was like a secret because they were very catholic and nobody wanted to know ed met judith because ed was actually aside from being a demonologist his uh on on, you know his actual job he was a bus driver he met judith when she was 15 years old and he was 30 and started a relationship with her then and judith has you know come forward and has openly talked about it um she's talked about how like ed would frequently abuse lorraine and and things like that and and her obviously um and you know again how they all had kind of this relationship now open relationships you know that's fine that's that's okay but very controversial for people that are members of the catholic church
1: yeah i mean i'm i'm considering myself a catholic and polyamory has never really worked out for me so (laughs) <laughs> if you want to be honest <laughs> but uh i don't know is it a pedophile if she's 15 yeah no it's not. It's yeah that's seven. Oh my
0: god pat you're gonna fucking get us canceled i'm gonna tell you right now petto if she's under 18 that's a pet, you're a pet, that's even 18 is too fucking young to be with 30 year old
1: i agree i was testing you in your past congratulations oh my god
0: you're going to get us beat up at the UFO festival. You're going to get beat up at the UFO festival. Let oh, me hey.
1: I, come at me, bro.
0: We'll beat you up. At the, I'm going to get my dog men. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you dog boys. <laughs> Put them up
0: against your werewolves or i'll whatever. take the
1: dog boys the moth boys fucking all of them line them up <laughs> line them up they're gonna get the same treatment that guy got in the sling
0: yes a, a 30 year old man <laughs> having sex with a 15 year old girl is pedophilia Yeah,
1: i cou- couldn't agree with you more absolutely absolutely <laughs> reprehensible
0: there you go. that's the right answer um <laughs> anyway so that's basically the conjuring stuff i mean pretty much again if you really want with most of these episodes if you want more information go do it i can't give it all to you in in an hour and a half two hours um Mm. but a lot of the shit doesn't add up um annabelle the annabelle doll
1: (laughs) man what a fucking you want to talk about bait and switch that thing don't look like nothing in the movie no i uh, i actually kind of dug that but but my you know what when i began when i was researching this i'll be completely honest with you when i was researching this episode this was the point when i really started to dislike these motherfuckers is during some annabelle shenanigans which i'll get to once you do your spiel okay
0: sure 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 oh i guess did, did you have anything to say about the conjuring stuff
1: nope you okay, doing good
0: good annabelle um so annabelle is a haunted doll very famously haunted doll if you've never seen it it's a raggedy ann doll um a nursing student had gotten it as a gift and they had things happen it would move around the house on its own and nothing terrible um it was never really bad but then like the somehow ed and lorraine got involved and came, came to these women they didn't seek them out Actually, they had gone to a medium, and the medium said that this doll was possessed by a little girl by the name of Annabelle or something. And you know, they were like, "Oh." So then, somehow, they got in contact with the Warrens. The Warrens said, "Well, yeah, it's a demon, so we'll just take it from you." Yeah, took this doll and and locked it up into a case, um, which happens, you know, again now it's a very famous image of this raggedy Ann doll behind this case that you're not allowed to touch. Um, you know, but it was never really you know it again it never really did anything to warrant being put in prison you know it didn't hurt anybody um it, like i said it would just kind of move around the house on its own and haunted objects are a whole nother fucking topic that i think we'll have to get into one day because i think that they're bullshit but um yeah you know they kind of took this thing and then i know what the audience is thinking yeah but if you talk shit about it or whatever like it's it's killed people oh, i'll it,
1: talk shit about it fuck you
0: right it never did um ed made up a story that some guy was like making fun of it at the museum yeah. and that he got on his motorcycle and got into a car accident and died but what? There's, even, no there's no even, proof there's that no proof that happened
1: even if that did happen even if that happened exactly like he says it did That doesn't mean shit. Think about statistically. How many people walk through that fucking museum every day? How many people sat there and go, who's this fucking stupid? Because if you look at it, the doll doesn't look like anything in the movie. If you're thinking about the Hollywood version of Annabelle, and and you and I could talk about it as horror movie aficionados, which version we would have actually liked to see. I think it'd be dope as fuck to do the movie with what the thing actually looks like. I think that would be scarier, right, if you know anything about fucking psychology. But like, don't think about the thing that you saw in the movie. When you see what this thing actually looks like, it's ridiculous. And of course you're going to laugh at it. I guarantee you everyone that walked through that fucking museum looked at that thing. And there's at least two, three people in every group that came through that laughed. Okay. Over the years, statistically speaking, one of them, especially a motorcycle driver is going to get in a car accident and die. Right. Like that's not even, that don't mean shit, man. If you do the numbers, how many, like somebody leaving great America is probably your six flags or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's gonna happen, right? People they are- rode
0: that one roller coaster and then they died afterwards. Obviously, it's cursed.
1: Yes, no, no, no. That's, that's, come on.
0: <laughs> you know that's you, you're fucking leaving home from you know fucking Papa John's with your pizza. Papa John's stuffed crust is cursed. You know, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. You know, you you could relate that to anything. But either way, like, how would Ed know? Like, who would like? Did the ghost of this guy come back and go? I'm sorry, i made in fun of you at all. It killed me. I mean, is that? which i you know what i wouldn't put it past ed warren to make that fucking claim to be honest with you um but you know it just that story doesn't even make any sense it sounds like a way to sell fucking admission to a museum to come see this fucking uneventful raggedy and all yeah you
1: know then one of the uh so like i said when i was when i was researching this one of the videos that um i came across was about this and there was footage of these two fucking knuckleheads that run the museum now, and they were gonna move the thing. And when you move Annabelle, like it's this—you gotta put on these like radioactive gloves. Why? You know I mean, like, because she can't touch your skin. And before they moved it, they said like th- this prayer to Saint Michael or something who's like the archangel? i it was it was such it was such bs bullshit it it ripped a fucking bs and this whole i this 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 this, like cosmology that people come up with with angels and demons and stuff you're like i'm i'm not saying it's all bullshit but like i've read those like like the GOSIA and like when people try to come up with uh explanations and names for like all these different angels and like their different hierarchies and all this stuff none of that shit's in the fucking bible this is people just making shit up people that were like making shit up in like the 700s like it's not it, it's just the most goofy like apocryphal bullshit that for some reason some people latch on to people that consider themselves to be devout catholics latch onto this stuff and it's bullshit none of that is in there no, none of that is in there and it's like and not that i'm saying that the, the bible's a fucking historical document anyway but like you're 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 really quoting these really small obscure non-canical fucking almost entirely dismissed like documents from like i said from like you know 1500 years ago and you're thinking that this thing is right and that that's why we have these. And it's all merchandising. It's all, you know what I mean? It's like, it's the same, it's the same idea that like G.I. Joe had, right? So when G.I. Joe first came out, there was one G.I. Joe and it was like a Barbie. It was the male Barbie, right? And you could sell different outfits. You could buy scuba gear, GI scuba gear for the G.I. Joe or a parachute for the G.I. Joe. But it was always the same G.I. Joe doll. Well, in the 80s, they realized if we made different GI Joes for all these different outfits, we could sell every kid 15, 20 different GI Joe action figures instead of one GI Joe doll and a half a dozen different outfits. It's a and it's the same thing that they did with these fucking angels, right? You're gonna sell one Jesus statue to people that like Jesus, but if you create this pantheon of fucking saints and angels, suddenly you can sell medallions and prayer cards and statues that you gotta bury upside down on your fucking lawn. It's all bullshit. You know what yes, I mean?
0: Right, a whole lore behind it. Yes, yes it's made that.
1: of fucking lore. Yeah. And that and, and once I saw that that was what he subscribed to and that's what he was peddling, that's when you knew it was a fucking marketing scam. Because they're already working the merchandising angle you know what i mean and seeing these goofballs like where these giant rubber gloves get ready to move annabelle met with this weird made up prayer to saint fucking michael of the heavenly F- flaming sword or some shit i was like whatever man i checked out the bullshit anyway that's right. my
0: so yes um and, and i agree i mean again these people you're not powerful sorry if you're fighting demons and shit they're stronger than you are you're just a human you can't do anything you're powerless if it really wants to hurt you going to and that's just the way it is um you know and that's my personal i mean that's my take on on these things but um moving moving on from from annabelle um you know again just another just an object soaked in bullshit they have an entire museum of these objects soaked in bullshit they claim to have a vampire coffin from an actual vampire actual proof of this vampire ever existing so it's like okay whoa. so you're hunting the paranormal and you got close enough to a vampire for them to gift you a fucking coffin but you couldn't at least like take a fucking picture with the guy
1: yeah and that that was another thing that rang my bullshit detector is because okay so now there's vampires like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. let's let's slam the brakes on this what's your explanation there what's the deal with the van like are there a lot of them was it just the one how did he get that way what's the cosmology there what, you know what I mean? What's the mythos? Like Um,
0: it's easy. Demons. That's their explanation. Demons. And that's it. That's all their explanation ever is for anything.
1: Um oh, and dude, uh, so fucking lazy. You had a chance to do a spin-off. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> right. Right. You, on, right. you can make it better, but instead you just fucking beat the dead horse. But anyway, um, let's move on to the uh the devil made me do it case which is what you were talking about earlier yeah um so the warrants came to investigate a child known by david uh, glatzel i think it is was his name um mm-hmm. an 11 year old boy who a family was moving into a home and he started doing weird shit um growling he claimed that he was being followed around by a man sometimes the man would change forms and look more like a beast than a man um and they would come out and and exercise this child a couple times now the catholic church also came out um, and investigated it and they the catholic church found that there was nothing odd going on um, but the warrens you know gravely disagreed and continued on um at one point the um one of the they had a, all these people have too many fucking kids i'm gonna say that right now but they're catholic so that's why um so at one point the daughter um and the family she moves her boyfriend into the house um his name's arnie arnie howard arnie cheyenne howard and during wait, the movie- goes against,
1: wait, hold on, cohabitation before marriage goes against Catholicism, too. I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, well,
0: she was scared. Okay. So, all right. I mean, you know, I guess you can overrule God when you're scared and uh anyway so he he moves into the house and at one point during one of these exorcisms he had actually um invited the demons from from david's body into his soul oh yeah that's right i didn't mention this according to the warrens david was not just possessed by one demon not two not three not four not ten he was possessed by 43 different demons inside this one eleven 11 year old boy's body and so um arnie he was he felt bad for the boy because he's you know having a terrible time because exorcisms are fucking awful let me tell you this right now you know how many people fucking die from exorcisms it's horrible and we kind of talked about him a little bit in our possession episode but um yeah so he he invited the demons in his body and the Warrens were like you can't do that so a couple of years passed and and david's not um you know possessed anymore and then arnie starts doing weird shit and starts being weird and and starts acting strangely and one day he randomly fucking stabs some guy to death (laughs) um he started growling at this person and then stabs him to death and then just kind of disassociates and walks out in the woods somewhere and claims he doesn't remember murdering this person um arnie ended up going to prison for five years he got out he married that lady uh the, the sister and they lived happily ever after now they've maintained the sister and arnie have maintained that this actually happened that he was demon possessed and that's why he killed this person as a matter of fact in court that's the argument that they use that's why they call it the devil made me do it case right yeah they were using demon possession which is really the first time that this has ever really happened and to this degree Um, and they could back it up they could prove it because they had the warrens that they could prove it with which of course the judge was like "Mm, no he's just fucking crazy but we'll give him five years in prison um david and his other brother carl grew up to sue the warrens saying that david's just mentally ill and that the Warrens exploited this. Um, as a matter of fact, they said that their childhood was a living hell because of this. And that um, the Warrens had had convinced the family to go along with this story because it would make them quote make you millionaires. Yeah. So they openly admitted that they were doing it for money. You know, to the parents. So then, like I said, they did go on to sue the Warrens, and they won.
1: Wow. One so See that they didn't mention that in any of the videos i watched because yeah. the videos were very pro pro warren that's interesting
0: most of them are that's the problem yeah. you know is that is that most of them are but yeah so they they went on and that's i mean that's that case that is the uh, the conjuring three apparently is based off of that story or whatever portrays that story so there's that um let's talk about the werewolf demon because we were kind of just talking about vampires um allegedly so the warrens wrote a book Called Werewolf. Um, it's about a man named Bill Ramsey who would physically turn into a fucking werewolf. And they exercised him to the point to where they got the werewolf out of him. They claim that not only have did they watch him transform into a werewolf, but they have even recorded it. They had it on video of him transforming into a werewolf. That video has never surfaced. Insane. So you're gonna tell me that you fucking have a video of somebody turning into a werewolf and you're not gonna show it to anybody. Why? why wouldn't you that's proof right there right isn't that proof
1: right why yeah. wouldn't
0: you present that and it's never been other videos have resurfaced from the Warren since they've passed that they they refused to show anybody else this one has never so i guess it's just lost the most important piece of, of fucking paranormal evidence in the entire world and it's just gone
1: well why at the time why would you even hold on to it why wouldn't you get it to the press or get it to whatever right, right we're like, look
0: we're not crazy we're actually doing something important here <laughs> you know um that's because it never existed and as a matter of fact this person bill ramsey probably never existed either yeah you know there's no proof that he's out there he's never come out and said yeah that was me and i used to be a werewolf and now i'm not you know so there's that um that's a short one uh we'll get into the uh oh yeah the haunting in connecticut probably the most damning evidence against the Warrens that are that's, that exists um so this is another film you can watch it allegedly a family moved into a old funeral home and you know demonic possessions ensue and all kinds of shit and the Warrens investigate it heavily um, but at the at that time so the Warrens whenever they come out with these books they, they didn't they wrote books but a lot of the times with these big cases they would um, get someone else in to write the book for them mm-hmm. which is interesting um, but the you know the person they happened to hire for this particular book um, Ray Garten he is a horror writer that's what he does he writes horror fiction and Ray came and he was interviewing the family members and he was getting really frustrated because none of them none of their stories added up they were all very inconsistent and when he went to ed and he was like um you know i'm getting kind of agitated because i'm trying to write this book for you guys and these people can't keep their story straight (laughs) and ed just casually said to him and i quote oh that's they're crazy he said you've got some of the story just use what works and make the rest of it up just make it up and make it scary and ray said okay and that's what i did most most of what's told in that book did not actually happen. I made it up because that's what they hired me to do, and I'm a horror writer, so you know, just straight up admitted there was a somebody that also lived in the home with them. I think it was the landlord lived in the home with them. She never experienced any of this paranormal phenomena that they had ever, and of course, nobody since before after have experienced that ever again and it was a family of like drug addicts and alcoholics and shit too, so there's that. <laughs> so yeah another again bullshitty case that you know kind of they openly admitted um and then of course my my last little anecdotal evidence before we kind of get into our closing thoughts here um the new england skeptical society went after the warrens hard um because the warrens were new england based and i guess there's a skeptical group out there and of course they don't believe in this stuff anyway but you know they would challenge the warrens a lot actually they wanted to shadow the warrens on their paranormal investigations and the warrens wouldn't let them um they would ask for pieces of evidence for them to review and again the warrens would not let them do that and you know they just refused to work with them now the skeptical society wants to believe in this stuff they want a reason to but they're doing it in a scientific way Mm. and the warrens just were not on board with that whatsoever they said that they were very nice people but they were just completely full of shit just snake oil salesmen and, and that's what they were um you know just just selling a story because that's what sold and they did make a lot of money off of a lot of things you know um and that was kind of just i mean that's basically i mean those are the biggest pieces of evidence for how they were they were bullshit um now i guess i'll I'll say what i think and what i think what happened here i think that probably i think that they did start off with good intentions you Mm -hmm. know i think that they genuinely believed a lot of the things that they investigated these are only their most famous cases we're not even talking about the everyday normal quote-unquote normal shit they investigated um you know i think that in a lot of these things they did genuinely try to set out and help people and they did help a lot of people um you know with their experiences but i think that they embellished a lot I think that they sensationalized a lot of things. Clearly, they had when they went into uh, an investigation, they had a confirmation bias. And I'll tell you, that's really hard to set aside when you investigate this stuff um, because you go in and you want to believe that that's what's going on. But the Warrens, instead of just simply wanting to believe it, that's just what they believed. They believed there was demons, and they were going to prove that there were demons. So all of everything that they would find would support that and that's really the only way that you know they would do it but again i, I think that they did knowingly lie about a, a lot of things and since they had each other to kind of back up those stories and then these people that they would convince other things were happening that really weren't um you know i think they did it because you do want to make money and and you know let's be honest if you're not fucking exercising werewolf demons you're not making a lot of money <laughs> you know it's just not happening right which sucks because i think the truth is way more interesting but when you're limited to just catholicism then yeah i mean you're not you're not gonna have a world-renowned podcast like on wednesdays we talk read or whatever um but <laughs> you know yeah to kind of make it work for you um but that's that's what i think about them i think that they were just um show people they weren't the real deal
1: i think uh i think you're right about a lot of that um you know, the clinging on to Catholicism thing is probably, uh, was probably just a way to mainstream the occult without being run off as Satanists themselves. You know what I mean? By being uh, constantly their Catholic, you know, Catholic background. Sure. It's a way to make what they're, what they're trying to sell more palpable to the masses. Because a lot of people, when they see kind of stories like this, they're almost afraid to read it. That's why. Uh, but the idea that this guy's a a Roman Catholic demonologist and they're trying to perform exorcisms and all this stuff, legitimizes it to a lot of the public, which is why they were able to be successful. And I think you're right. I think they probably started with the most noble intentions. And when they started seeing the form, what the formula for success was, they realized, Hey man, if you want to stop being a fucking bus driver and being a full-time ghostbuster, then this is the story that you got to sell. This is what the book has to say. This is what, this we're going to start our own Disneyland. We're going to sell fucking tickets at the door, right? You know what I mean? All of this stuff, they're very calculated, kind of like no-brainer maneuvers. Like, you know, because open up, you want, you, what makes a shit ton of money? Disney. Okay, we're going to make up our own attraction for people to go to. Right. Our, our own thing for people to go to. We're going to do, we're going to sell books, you know, because books make a lot of money. You know, these investigations themselves don't necessarily net net a profit. Maybe you can hustle some money out of the families if they got it, right? But if not, then uh, the only way you're going to monetize this whole thing is by collecting weird shit from around the world. And go into any, you know what I mean? Go to any circus sideshow or freak show. Some of this stuff is just, I mean, you know this. You know this. It's it's manufactured. It's fabricated, you know? it's someone sewed a monkey on a fish's fucking body and they call it the monkey fish you know it's like and and that's what a lot of this stuff is and they know it it's it's kind of like a wink you know and uh that's why they were able to fill you know people donate the stuff because they want to get rid of it or people have their own uh superstitions about something and oh, you know, my grandma found this thing at an estate sale and it always creeped me out as a kid and now whenever I see it, I get chills down my spine and I think it's cursed. I just want to get rid of it, you know? And they'll show up and they'll take it off your hands for free or they'll pay you 50 bucks for it and then they could put it in their museum and say that it's... Make up whatever fucking story they want to tell and charge people tickets to look at it till the end of time, you know? So
0: I agree with that wholeheartedly. I mean, I think that it's, uh, you know... You know how many haunted objects I own that people give me, and nothing ever happens.
1: Oh, I had a, I had a, I had a ex that collected them, and uh, you know, I, nothing I, happens. I, I fucked in front of haunted dolls most right. of my adult life, and I'm still walking and talking. I don't
2: know. <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> no,
0: it's it's pretty. And and again, you know, and I've been to these fucking haunted places. I'm, I'm not saying hauntings are fake. I will never say that.
1: Oh, I will. I'm I,
0: I no, I think hauntings are very real. I've been to places and odd things have happened but
1: it's not ghosts it's energy or whatever right it's not
0: ghosts it's not demons it's not you know dead people it's something else i you know i don't know what it is but it's something else you know i don't believe in demons i will fucking go up to the annabelle doll and dry hump its
1: fucking face (laughs) <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not afraid and i'll take i'll take a snapchat of it
0: <laughs> well, i'll open up a whole OnlyFans. asher's goes around the world dry humping various haunted objects <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's gonna be the premise uh, i will gladly do it pay hey, if you guys want to pay for it please i will take the trip there where, where
1: is that yeah. museum at i was i think
0: wondering. it's in connecticut i'm almost positive it's in connecticut yeah somewhere in new england I don't, I don't even fucking know you know i've got no interest in going because I, it's bullshit i've seen enough people go and, and taunt this fucking doll and they're still alive yeah you know? i mean you just go look it up on the internet it's there it's on youtube um you know so I, i'm I'm not afraid of these things because i think that they're bullshit and i think that they're not real we see that a lot now in this community all the time there's so many even podcasters who their show is just completely fucking fabricated they just write they'll be like oh somebody's sending their encounter to me and uh they'll read off this encounter and and nobody fucking sent that encounter in you wrote that shit you know that's the way you wrote that shit because you've got a show to sell because you're trying to make this your livelihood And i get that Um, why don't I share encounters every single week because my stories are are real well I don't know if they're I can't say that they're real but they come from actual people at minimum I don't write them you know Um, and so you know I know again as somebody that does this I'm not getting fucking I, I, I get stories but I'm not getting flooded with things that I actually think are legitimate all the time and I'm sharing constantly because I think that again people lie that's just the basis of it for whatever reason for their 15 minutes of fame well, they lie to take, have their show take off they they lie it's, it's it's like an equivalent to what the warrens were then that we have now a big equivalent would be fucking zach baggins
1: oh that's the ghost hunter guys yeah you know it reminded me it made me think how much paranormal activity do you think is legitimately just attributed to mental illness and right. you know or, or, or religious activity over this <laughs> for the fucking millennia right. like where that person was just crazy and of course they said crazy shit and for whatever reason we all kind of believed them at the time reminded me of our lost episode you know right. we're like if you sometimes you know you can get inundated with stories like that and if and if you choose to give everyone the benefit of the doubt and not question anyone or not use critical thinking or like you said confirmation bias then there's no shortage of 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 eyewitnesses firsthand right. firsthand with firsthand accounts of all this stuff willing to go on the record to you and only you and tell you this story that you can then turn around right into a book and fucking sell you know
0: i can take absolutely anybody to any location any location and maybe i'll do this i'll fucking host a tour and i'll take you guys to any fucking location of my choosing and i'll take a whole group of people five of you out there and start talking about wow it feels really weird it just feels so off the vibes are so strange and guess what your vibes are going to start feeling off and you're going to start feeling strange and all the while
1: do you want her to creep you out trust me she can creep you out
0: it's just the fucking city dump like it's just the fucking outskirts of the city dump it's nothing special nothing ever happened there it's no indian burial grounds it's just nothing you know it's i mean you can make people believe anything by just setting a tone you know um let's go back and talk about disney look at fucking disney parks they have fucking smells that pop off in certain areas of the park to make you feel like you are actually in some type of disneyland and you're not really you're just at a fucking amusement park that's overpriced
1: right you know I trust me I could take you to the parking lot of a dry cleaners and make you feel very uncomfortable <laughs> I, could make, I could make you feel creepy anywhere Jeez. Friday that five-hour drive on Friday you're gonna be terrified the whole fuck no oh, whatever you're gonna like this is it this is when he's gonna fucking do it he's gonna pull <laughs> over on the side of the road and fucking kill me he played the long con
0: I messed you know? up at least everybody you, you know what i'm gonna
1: do i'm gonna blame it on this episode i'm gonna blame it on us making fun of the Annabelle doll and that's why i freaked out and killed you on the drive on friday
0: that'd be pretty cool when you kill me on friday that better be the reason you'll be like you'll
1: be like this is worth it right all
0: right well i will a thousand percent for real haunt you <laughs> I'm, not
1: gonna, I'm not gonna kill you but i swear
0: something's gonna happen we're gonna stop We're going to go pee and i'm never gonna fucking come back and everybody's gonna think you killed me <laughs>
1: Don't gone girl me, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! Well, I just, I'm 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 very Affleck like. I me and Ben Affleck share, share several qualities, but uh, <laughs> do not gong girl me, please. Oh my God! Well, I mean, <laughs> fucking! Oh my God! I could take that. I'm not even going to do it. I'm not even going to do it. Don't do I should, it. I could take that. Run with it right now. Who you'd be fucking shacking up with? Hiding? Fucking Neil Patrick Harris.
0: anyway so anyway the warrens are
1: thumbs down down.
0: yeah i mean you know stop fucking worshiping these people that aren't even good at their jobs like there are so many other actual legitimate researchers into the uh, anomalous phenomena um that you know you don't have to follow people just because it's trendy like you can actually not do that and follow real people that actually work and uh are helping to you know make this type of research something scientific and factual um it doesn't help anybody when you stand for people like the warrens it it hurts it hurts the community i promise so
1: and jump scares are not real horror i'm sorry no
0: they're not no fuck that that's stupid it's not real horror it's
1: cheap don't cheapen yourself
0: you know you know what is real horror fucking jeff goldblum turning into a fucking fly (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh my god i showed my kid that movie like last year and he was like what the fuck <laughs> it's a it. good one yeah if it makes you
0: feel things you're like i'm very uncomfortable right
1: now <laughs> right oh my god he's so like so moist like they just sprayed him down with like with like i don't know <laughs> it's
2: so clear it's so good
1: <laughs> corn syrup yeah just so he glistens and he fucking change. oh and he's chilling on the ceiling when she comes in and he vomits on his food and then oh he spits acid yeah that on, like the guy's leg or something oh uh,
0: i think he, he probably does yeah on the final scene yeah sure watch that shit that's good, yeah. that's <laughs> good stuff right there no i mean you know i'm not gonna tell you what's scary and what's not maybe you're scared because you have and uh, had encounters with what you think are ghosts or demons or whatever it is you think they are i'm not gonna tell you what what to believe in and i'm not gonna sit here and tell you that demons aren't real and ghosts aren't real i can't make that decision i can't say that you can't i can't disprove you can't disprove a negative right um because again i think that hauntings are real and i think that sometimes there are sentient beings behind them but i don't think they're ghosts and i don't think they're demons but that's me and my research and my experiences i can't tell you what you've lived through and i'm not gonna pretend that i can um but you know that's basically i mean that's what i think i I think that the warrens are not the way to go if you're going to study this stuff there's there's better people
1: yeah amen you
0: know know, there's that actually as a matter of fact the warrens went on to train a bunch of people that went on to become really good researchers i can't think of any particular person but i'm sure that they have so (laughs) (laughs) i believe in them you know because they thought that they were good people and and that's fine and again they did help people i'm not going to say that they they were completely worthless they did help people that did Actually, think that they were possessed or whatever. I mean, they did help people, um you know, good for them for that. But at the end of the day, they didn't do it because they believed in God or they believed in the paranormal. They did it because they believed in the clout. And you guys just keep fucking giving it to them, and you got to stop it. So <laughs> there's, yeah. That. Yeah, there's that, yeah. Okay. Stop, stop giving people, stop giving the clout chasers clout. You know, there's uh more worthy endeavors out there. But anyway, Pato, any final thoughts?
1: uh see y'all this weekend
0: we'll see you guys uh next wednesday